Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, a bit of a captain's log or whatever before we start the episode. Um, This is a really great episode. However, there are some audio issues. I know, I'm sorry in advance, but I don't think that they're insurmountable. And I think that overall it is still uh, an above average, really going into excellence territory level episode. So I hope you forgive me. I hope we can all move on. I love you so much. We'll get through this together. Okay, enjoy the episode. Bye. I'm gonna cook the broccoli. Some people are really gonna eat broccoli. We love our big broccoli broccoli house. So I'm just judging by the breakfast you guys had. What did we have for breakfast? Bacon. We always have. We love bacon. What'd you have for breakfast? I had um, three eggs. I had half a head of broccoli. I had a half a pound of turkey, and I had uh, two pieces of toast. You guys, we're in full swing in the Hamptons over at the Summer House. Join with me to talk about episode two is the one and only Ray Sani. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? Uh, doing great. I'm loving to be in the presence of a Carl's Dyes again, so I'm happy. <clears throat> how are you feeling? So fine. <laughs> I can't take it. Not even gonna. I'm not even gonna answer your question. <laughs> Carl is so fine. <laughs> like, what happened? So they flash back to like him in season one or two or whatever. They flash back to him treating women like shit of uh, mm-hmm. every season. And he looked so gaunt first season, yeah. second season. And I thought he was fine back then too. So like mm-hmm. Carl Carl with some weight on him. Carl got a fatty, you know, Ugh. like the booty looks good. He clearly did something with his teeth. He's sober, so the skin is my... I'm into it. I'm very... I'm, I mean, you know, it, it ain't nothing but a, a word between me and Carl. You know, it takes nothing. So the fact that he looks even better is just, like, worse for me. <clears throat> um, should we start out with some chaos and negativity? Please. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling about Carl and Lindsay? I love it, actually. Um, yeah, no, it's you, the side tells me you don't like it. What's up? Yeah, I just feel I'm not sure that she's ready for him, you know, 
Um, I think she's got some growing to do. And I just, I love Lindsay. I just don't love this for her. I don't think they're endgame. And so because they're not, I just think that they shouldn't even bother. Oh, interesting. I yeah. think that, I think that she will grow up with Carl because mm-hmm. they've been such close friends for so long. He might challenge her. Right. And I think that she wouldn't receive it as antagonistic because there's trust there already. I feel like um, with what was Stravi, the weirdo mm-hmm. from last year, mm-hmm. um, I feel like with Stravi, there was like, you know, she felt like she was fighting for stuff. But she, yeah. she sort of took on a like, I was about to say pugilist stance, like what fucking 50s newspaper am I reading? But like she... <laughs> She, uh, I, I feel like she sort of engages with men in a combative way. And I feel like with Carl, she has done that already. She trusts him implicitly. And even like the conversation where they were talking about her pregnancy and stuff, like Mm -hmm. he, I feel like he knows how to handle her. And I also don't trust that Carl is like completely evolved. I think they'll grow up together and I'm glad they're the same age I'm actually very glad that Carl is dating someone age appropriate how young is Ciara she is a good 10 years younger than us me him yeah oh well (laughs) now I feel bad for calling her a loser on Twitter so hard I didn't realize she was a baby (laughs) okay well that was gonna be my second point of uh you just straight up calling her a loser every time you call somebody a loser on Twitter I cackle like I just open laugh. it's so funny to me <laughs> it really I really read it sometimes I really mean like sometimes <laughs> I mean it's like my New York accent like she's a fucking loser yeah. like I hear it I, uh like <laughs> like I truly think Emily on Orange County is a fucking loser and uh and Ciara but now that you say she's so young I feel a little bad calling her a loser but she is a loser though yeah i mean her age doesn't absolve her you know it's, it, it's not an absolution absolution or whatever the word is um so yeah, let's i don't think 23 year old me would want to fuck austin so yeah um i my i probably would have so you would have you think so i mean yeah he's really tall so yeah that's true <laughs> he's really tall and he has dimples and it yeah it, it was... you've seen the dimples beyond his weak chin all i can see is his weak chin <laughs> i'm only it's not nice but i i don't know what to tell you um yeah i i, I would have even like a i'm i'm staring down the barrel of 36 right now even like a 30 year old care i probably probably would have on a low day wow. On a low day. Yeah, it yeah. would have to be a low low self-esteem day for sure. <laughs> um, let's talk about the episode. It begins where last episode ended, which was Kyle screaming at Amanda to shut up. And as she's walking out of the room, he tells her that she's about a fun, as fun as a piece of wood. Okay, so... Initially, I thought the fight is real. Was real. I still think the fight is real, but you can't be self-referential in your fight 
on reality TV and have me mm-hmm. think it's real, right? Because he's mm-hmm. clearly playing off the summer's supposed to be fun, Amanda's no fun yeah. kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's very true. I did a touch. I did think that last week. Um, I somebody asked me, and I think it was you who said this that you don't think that Kyle and Amanda would be together if not for the show. Do you remember feeling oh, that? I didn't say that, but I kind of, um, I kind of agree. Okay. <laughs> Do you like either of them or them as a couple? Mm, very good question. I think Amanda is very beautiful and I love her body. Um, I don't think I know Amanda's personality because on the show, her personality is being miserable with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't even, we've been watching her for what, five seasons now? I don't think we've even met her. Like there's a girl that clearly Paige and them like, but we haven't met her because all we've seen is her follow behind Kyle. And I'm starting to get annoyed because it's like very clear to me. Again, we haven't met Amanda, so maybe we don't know her real relationship with Kyle. But it's like very clear to me that they shouldn't be together. And um, and uh, like I can't believe she actually married him, and I can't believe her family let her marry him. And uh, and and she's whining the whole way through even though she knows it's a bad idea. So the fact that she's whining pisses me off because we're all aware it's a bad idea. Um yeah, I asked my mom like what would you do if I was Amanda and I was about to get married to somebody and I told you that we created some sort of contract to that like to control his drinking and she was like uh, I would tell you that that contract is going to mean nothing after you marry him. So what are you going to do when he fucks up again? And I thought, yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, and then it's like, um, also they just seem like fundamentally incompatible to me, you know, like based on what we've seen, like they literally feel differently about everything. Um, it just, it just seems weird to me. And like, maybe you know, because it's a pandemic wedding, they were extra stressed out. And I know that planning a wedding must be stressful. You know, I don't know anything about that because no one has ever loved me. But like, the like, <laughs> strange. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, what are you? I've never been in love where I'm fighting for a marriage I shouldn't be in. I wish <laughs> I had a situation. But it like, he, like the conversation he was having with Lindsay was like, it was like too much. Like they shouldn't be together. I'm wondering, like, I wonder if it's unfair of me to, like, not take Kyle too seriously. Like, you know, boys get away with a lot of stuff. That dude is almost 40. Like, he really should have outgrown this by now. Um, So, like, I wonder if, like, I'm internalized misogyny when I'm more annoyed at Amanda than at Kyle. But, I mean, yeah, like, why are we having the same fight we had already? And if you're still worried about me cheating, then you shouldn't have taken me back is the kind of way way I feel about that. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I when Kyle keeps dropping hints that, like, it's not, I'm not the only person who needs to work on stuff in this relationship. I just get made out to be the villain because I'm the one who cheated. I... Yeah, I, I would like to know more about that. Like, what is it that Amanda is or is not doing? How is she filling or not filling your love tank? Like, let's talk about it. Well, for one, you can't call me four ti- 14 times in a row. Like, that's never <laughs> happening. 
<laughs> right. Where you think I am. That's insane. Yeah. It's a lot. And if it's a lot. Doing that because he got drunk and went out, then I can't imagine like what kind of, you know, is controlling the right word? Um, but like what kind of trying to keep reins on him she does in their normal day to day if she's calling some her man 14 times in a row. If he don't answer after call five, why you do six, seven, and eight? <laughs> That's crazy <laughs> to me. Here's my thing that I have questions about is like, is are we is she like is are 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 all of her insecurities being based on him cheating on her two years ago or have things happened along the way since then because if you're still like here's the thing if you're going to continue to be in a relationship with somebody who cheated on you you have to let that go like you you can't continue to torture them and yourself you were in therapy right yeah like i don't know i don't want a husband that i gotta babysit Right. And be that worried about sick and your mom's calling a car from New York to New Jersey in the middle of the night to get you home. Like that's crazy. Like there's nothing about their relationship that sounds good. And also like a thing that I think because Kyle presents is so young because he's so immature, you forget that there's a huge age gap between them. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like that contributes a lot to how they communicate with one another because he does seem to like want to communicate effectively and she seems to want to whine. Mm, like mm-hmm. he, he seems to want to talk like a businessman would talk, like let's find solutions. And she seems to be kind of like in her feelings, which is perfectly normal for a girl or a woman her age. But it's, I don't know. I think bad I think I think that um, I don't think they got married for the show. I think they got married to 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 spite everyone who said that they shouldn't, including themselves. Like I think they got married to prove a point. I do think that the sh- the marriage won't last long post show. Do you think that Katie and Schwartz got married to prove a point? What do you think they think they thought? I think Katie has Stockholm syndrome. Mm. Okay. Katie doesn't think that she can do better. Um, and maybe I'm projecting a fucked up opinion myself. So, uh, you know, I apologize in advance. But I think mm. a chubby woman in her 30s in LA is scared she can't do better than Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I could see that. And I, like Tom is very attractive. I find him very physically attractive. Well, not so much anymore because he's such a fucking dweeb. But like, um, like, yeah, I think that Katie's just comfortable. It's like we've been together for this long. We might as well still be together. I don't think that either of them are in love. No. He said something during the reunion last night that was along the lines of like, uh, when James and Raquel announced that they broke up their engagement, that, uh, yeah, like, I, I really commend you guys for doing this now because you don't want to be 20 God, years down the road and say that you hate somebody. And it's like, what? Yeah, you what don't. What does Katie's work. face look like when he said that? N- no, not a hint of irony. None. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I don't know what I would do. Like, even, you know, 
Um, I've been Team Katie since Tequila Katie got a drink poured on her. Like, I've thought she shouldn't mm. be with him the whole time. But she's got to watch, in particular, this season and be like, why did I marry this fool? You would think, why is the light not turning on for her? I just want a baby with him. Can you imagine him as a father? No. <laughs> The man can't even wear a closed-toed shoe. <laughs> like, how, how, how is he to be trusted with a human? I, I don't understand. Um, let, let's go back to the show. So Kyle goes out for a run. Everybody, like, clearly knows something went on, but, like, nobody's talking about it. Amanda's trying to keep things cute. And uh, so then a few of the housemates go to a brewery. It's like Maya, Carl, Lindsay, Kyle end up going. <laughs> I just, and Danielle, and I just want to say it was so funny when they're going to the car and they're talking about how like cold it is for July and how they didn't bring jackets. And somebody said, yeah, poor Alex. He didn't even bring sleeves. I don't think he even has one. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think of Alex? We like- don't. <laughs> we don't like, so here's the thing that confuses me about summer house they can e- they cast brilliantly and then they cast so poorly at the same time like what is this team yeah remember that guy from like a couple seasons ago yeah. i can't even remember his the really yeah. man, he was astonishingly good looking he was really good looking Obviously, we're not talking about Jordan, you guys. Um, I don't remember like his a, name. He was like Armenian or something, right? Yeah, and he had a sister. And yes. I, I don't and know. And flirted but, yeah. with Lindsay a little bit, but mm-hmm. like not, but also with the girl who's the granddaughter of the Chili King of Cleveland or whatever. Yes. What's her name? <laughs> Jules. Jules, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was such a flop, and so was Alex. I don't know what they're... I don't know who on casting was asleep at the wheel that day, but, Lord, we're in for a slog with that one. I, I like, um, maybe because Kyle and Carl and them are actually in their mid-30s, they don't have a lot of people who will want to join, but I can't imagine that they don't have another good-looking friend who's single that would come film the show. Like, I, Bravo keeps doing this thing where... Um, shows that used to be about friend groups are suddenly just like casted the way other shows are and I feel Mm. like it really fucks up the vibe yeah it's like when the challenge just decided to pick off people off the street and they're just like yeah sure (laughs) yes that's exactly right when the challenge just started going Viacom anything and right. so we have like Big Brother, or whatever, and it's not about these people that have been fighting with each other intimately for 15 years. Yeah, it feels strange as fuck. Yeah, like why is um I don't know Coral going toe to toe with somebody from Geordie Shore? Like that's not right. <laughs> it's like a manatee fighting a lion. Like th- these it, shouldn't exist. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the thing is, like, part of me wants. Kyle and Amanda to go because I think we've reached the end of their story but I don't want the show to belong to like Paige and these random people on the cast like I still want the like friendship aspect to it like I feel like especially for Summer House it's important Mm -hmm. yeah you have to have a core yeah 
Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I don't like Alex. I, I, oof, yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I, he brings nothing, but it's almost upsetting to me. It is upsetting because one, what a waste of a face. That man is fine. He's hot. He's beautiful. He's gorgeous. And then, like, he was talking about how, like, what he grew up in Switzerland and stuff. So there's clearly a story. So it's like, why are you so goddamn boring? It was like <laughs> Hong Kong and. Switzerland and in New York, right? Like, yeah. what, right? And you eat ground turkey for breakfast. Like, that is not cool, but it's definitely strange and interesting. Like, why isn't the rest of you showing up? And he was talking at one point about how his parents put him all in all those activities. Like, he was playing instruments, playing sports, going to Chinese school. But, like, not at any point did he develop a personality. And I just don't know why. It's crazy. It's disappointing. It's, it's and I'm disappointed really. in you casting. <laughs> I agree. I fully agree. Um, Lindsay's like trying to work things out. She's like post, uh, you know, miscarriage. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to feel in the long run. But you know what I am going to do is like get real fucking weird this year. I'm going to have a hub summer, a hub girl summer. And she's going to live her best life. And I just love a carefree Hubbard. That does not exist. You know that's not real. Come on. <laughs> Lindsay has never been carefree in her fucking life. I love what she on. acts like it. <laughs> also, this is my brain. Don't like, you know, my thoughts and views are not those of Kara's or Lindsay's. But I was like, was she that traumatized by having a black man's baby? Like, She's been wanting to get married and have a kid every year. <laughs> she got pregnant by a black man. It was like, no! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, a miscarriage is not funny. But I was just like, no. girl, why, why, why is the reaction so strong? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, gosh, what happened after that? Okay, so... Oh, then she just um, outs herself as a bisexual icon and is like, I've gone down on a woman. A woman's gone down on me. Y'all are lame for not doing it, Maya and Danielle. And Kyle's like, I've never had a harder boner in my whole life. So good for him. (laughs) Don't eat puss is what we just heard. Oh, please. No, she definitely doesn't. She's too prissy. (laughs) She probably doesn't even suck dick with enthusiasm. She doesn't seem like she does. And I love, I'm a Batula hoop, but we have to be honest. Batula hoop? Is that what y'all call you? <laughs> An out and proud Batula hoop. I am. <laughs> um, so Alex and Sierra, they go to the grocery store. I don't care. Sierra was talking about how she's having like a quarter life crisis. And it's no, like, no, no, you you're skipped not. over something. You skipped over something oh. that's super important. Which was? That Maya's ex-fiance is Chef Kwame okay. from Top Chef. Yes. Um, we were getting back to the, well, Actually, we can just skip this whole Sierra scene. I truly don't care. Um, yeah, I don't watch Top Chef, but like, I'm excited for that news. People seem excited about it. Do you want to in, inform me about his impact? So I'm really excited. I'm sorry if I made you go out of order. My brain is like putting... No, you're fine. <laughs> I watched like both episodes together this morning. So my brain is like... Uh, but um, uh, first of all, Kwame is such a finesser because on his season, he didn't even make the finals. 
but he's like the most visible alum on the show, which yeah. is crazy. And then um, last season on Top Shot, they had like a pandemic season. So they sort of just like rotated judges who could all stay in like, I guess, one area with the rest of the contestants. Like there wouldn't be pandemic travel issues, blah, blah, blah. And Kwame like was suddenly the uh, the most vocal judge the one that had all the black contestants um, backs. He Ooh. dressed so goddamn fly. It was like, it was crazy. I was like, yo, is besides Sam from like season two, is like Kwame the hottest dude that we've ever seen on the show. And <clears throat> my friend and I had been trying to figure out if he was queer or something like that because he kept his romantic life super private. Mm-hmm. And so like how thrilling for me to find out that not only is he like into black women but like he wanted to marry shorty like I was like oh my god this is exciting because this is my own hang up like but a lot of times when um, black men get put on they don't take us with them but here he wanted to marry a, a, a cutie like such a cute bougie adorable black woman I was like really grateful to hear that yeah so he sounds like the Jennifer Hudson of Top Chef would that be fair like didn't win yes. but a major like, star <laughs> yes like major star you didn't make the finals you got voted off pretty quick yeah yeah his whole thing too oh his whole thing too on on his season his first season was that he um had a crush on Padma. So I was like, oh, is he performing this crush? Like, does he date Black women or whatever? So I was, like, thrilled to find out that he was with a Black woman in such a long-term relationship. I mean, did it burst your bubble a little bit when she said that she just felt like she was always in his shadow? Um, no, because I was like, men who who have power or clout always find women to be in their shadow. Like, it's not yeah. often that a celebrity male is equally yoked. That's true. That's a very good point. Um, she's younger than him, I think. I don't know about how much, but she's younger than him. Yeah, she definitely seems... She said they met when she was 23. Kwame, and if they were like together for five years, I would put her 28. And I feel like Kwame's like 32, 31, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I... I, I'm interested in her. Are you feeling her? Are you excited about Maya? I'm excited about her. I wish she was on a different show as far as like getting to meet her and getting to know her personality. Because mm-hmm. as much of a loser as I think Ciara is, I feel like you have to have that personality as a person of color to thrive in that setting. Yes. And I feel like Maya is such a normal black girl, which would be great in real life, just maybe not getting to know the likes of Paige, you know? I, yeah, it seems like Danielle click pretty quickly and I like that. I like the idea of that. Yes, I I did like that. Also, do we buy that she's actually Paige's friend? I feel like that's just casting sort of doing this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I feel like Maya said she was Paige's friend and we have not seen her with Paige since then. (laughs) I was thinking that the other day, even like when uh, like Amanda and uh, Paige and uh, Ciara were having a conversation in the episode, I was like, where is Maya? Right. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, so Andrea, Andrea's continuing his shtick as like the world's only Italian. And <laughs> he like, I didn't I didn't watch Winter House. Is he cool? He irks. He really irks me. I find I find him so confusing, mostly because of Paige's reaction to him, because we only know Paige in the summer house as being kind of like, I know what I want. I you know, know when to cut things off when it doesn't serve me when it comes to men. But with Andrea, she was like so head over heels and just like, oh my, goo goo gaga over him, like totally, totally sprung. And he, to me, just came off as like a, uh, like he knew he was Italian and he was like using that to his advantage, like in a toddler, toddlers and Tierra kind of way. Like it, <laughs> it was just like aggravating to me so I he rubs me the wrong way in a way that like I know intellectually that he's hot but I can't find him attractive it's interesting because I also feel like normally me I would be like I know intellectually he's hot but he doesn't do it for me like he's exactly the type of person I would say that about but for some reason it's working well I mean I will give you that because watch winter house yeah yeah so i'll give you the pass on that <laughs> like but, um like even you know the fact that he said so many times he's like oh this is the first time i haven't been back in italy with my family it's like okay i get it <laughs> <laughs> well he also did this thing in the winter house about like i'm gonna pick up a can of prego and be like oh this is not italian sauce uh, 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 the meat, the meat. Okay. <laughs> he like doesn't have the actual like he said, I'm going to make you guys pasta and then just made the pasta with the prego sauce. So, like, it, you're fr he's a fraud to me. He's a fraud. Okay. Okay. So, he was, like, fronting, like, oh, like, if I were in California, I'm like, this ain't real pizza. And then I go to the shitty pizza spot with you anyway. Yeah. It, well, you know how, like, when Britney came on Vanderpump Rules and everybody was like, oh, my God, she's so sweet because she's Southern. No, I like hated her immediately. Fraud. Yeah. Phony. Yeah. Right away. Sorry. That was such a yeah. Reaction. Playing up the accent a little too much. Yeah. Leaning into the like trope and the stereotype in a way that's like, I, I see what's happening here. Well, I, one of the things I am attracted to about this cast, though, they seem more self aware than other casts, and that doesn't take me out of it. So I'm not so mad at Andrea for being self aware. Yeah. Yeah. He he's he's on the line with me. I've always got my eye on him waiting. <laughs> so um, Paige and Amanda go to talk and they're like, Paige is trying to feel her out about what she's feeling with Kyle. And she says that, you know, Kyle's drinking has been a problem since he cheated on her like four years ago. And she really was wants... before then. Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> And he, she really wants to make the relationship work, but she can't understand why he continues to do the things that upset her. And this is where, like, I, Kara, have to tell you, Amanda, like, sage advice. As somebody who is, like, equally as sensitive as Amanda and has been there and you ask yourself, like, I asked this of this guy, why can't he just do it? Like, you need to ask yourself... Why are you staying in this? Because he's not going to do it. So why not. are you here? We, yeah. like, the same Kyle has showed up six years in a row. Yeah. 
on for us on TV. So I can't imagine what it's like in their real life. And if if they're having a fight, we've already seen on camera. We already saw that fight three seasons ago. Three seasons ago, like girl, what are you doing? And for me, like she is so fine. I find her so beautiful, so attractive. Why are you wasting your good years on this dude? You're definitely gonna divorce. Right. Like she could walk down any street on the like the most expensive streets of Manhattan and be married by the time she got to the block, the end of the block. Like it'd be yes. nothing. <laughs> it nothing. Like she honestly, she has to just do one Kim Kardashian type pose on Instagram and she finds a billionaire. Like yeah. What are we doing here, Amanda? Like, Kyle's not even super rich. Like, you, like I, I'm not understanding. Like, she must just love that nigga. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, you could do better. You can do so much better. She must. And I know why she's doing this. Because she feels like a victim. She feels like, I'm not the one who fucked up. So why should I have to take responsibility by, like, getting out of this? But, like, mm-hmm. that's not how it works, girl. Sorry. Yeah, like if I looked like Amanda Batula, I would be some MLB baseball player's wife when he yep. had like a like a 10-year, $150 million contract. Like that's what I would be doing if I looked like her. Not no lover boy owning four million dollars in debt. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Cause you know what, ladies? That MLB money is guaranteed. And it's a lot of money. And, and it's, it's a lot of money. And them contracts are long. They're nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's she's got to get out of there. She's got to get out. So um, I feel for her. But she's got to take some onus over the situation. And, like, I will say Paige is a good friend who will, like, she challenges her, but she doesn't get too deep into it. I mean, but also for Paige's own sanity. Like, you know that girl's not going to leave him, so what can you push for? It's true. Like, we all get to that point where you know your girl's with that loser, and you're just like, you know what? Never mind. (laughs) It's not worth it. Yes, exactly. It's like, and, and Amanda, we saw it last season, not that Hannah was right or anything, but Amanda is going to seem like she's going against Kyle and then take up for her man. I think she was yep. right to do so versus Hannah, but I feel like that's how Amanda would play it in pretty much any situation. Uh, yeah, I fully agree. Oh, Lord. So when Alex and Sierra get back from the grocery store, everybody starts to plan a dinner and Alex like tries to throw shade and is like, Oh, I'm surprised you guys want broccoli for dinner because of how you guys had breakfast. And they're like, what did you have for breakfast? And they're like bacon. <laughs> like, okay. So, you psycho. And then Paige asked him what he had for breakfast. And he said he had half a head of broccoli, three eggs, a half a pound of turkey, and two pieces of toast. And Amanda looks like she wants to die. I want to die. Like, that sounds absurd. Can you imagine? Like, for my, for me, it's like, why do you need to be built that bad that you have to eat, like, the rock? And you, right. you, you're not even an athlete. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Why can't you be slim and toned? Like, what is going on? 
like two pounds of protein a day. Like you crazy. His what? shits must be disgusting. <laughs> I cannot imagine the smell, the consistency, yeah, the he frequency. Must have his own bathroom in whatever apartment he le- lives in. Like that's crazy. <laughs> And that's sick. And I will tell you, like, if I, I have no interest in guys like that, like that muscle, they, it does nothing for me. Nothing. I me don't. Either. I don't like a Like the only big guy that I find myself attracted to is Jason Momoa because duh, oh, you know, well, but you're <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not into like, oh my God, he's going to hug me and I'm going to be crushed. And he has to take whey powder or whatever bullshit that is every day. Like he has to have a special refrigerator for his protein shakes. And then we got to put his steroids in the freezer. Fuck out of here. That's crazy. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, I do go up for Pauly D, but that's just like a very specific thing that we don't have yeah, to get. Yeah, that's a very specific thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree with it too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Paige goes off to talk to Craig and they're flirting and she's talking about like, I'm 29 and this is how you do it. I got a guy, a gorgeous model making me a midday pasta and the Southern gentleman. And it's like, okay, well, it sounds really nice when you say it like that, but it's also like Craig and, and Andrea. This is what's blowing my mind. I know you're not fond of Andrea, but. For me, Andrea is an easy choice. I watched Craig lie about failing the bar. Uh-huh. Or not even graduating law school. And now he's an ambulance chaser who sews pillows. Like, what are we talking about here, Paige? <laughs> he's not even Southern. He's from Delaware, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what I think of Yankees who purposely go befriend racists? From the South. What? What? Oh, I would still pick Craig, though. I would still pick Craig. (laughs) I would pick Craig any day of the week over Andrea. I still would. Oh, he! I gotta go watch Winter House. He really bothers you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is. He he really rubbed me the wrong way. I feel like Craig is such a loser. Do you remember the like? The way he was talking about Madison on the last reunion, Madison's problematic, but I love her chaos. But like, same. I just feel like he is. I I think Craig is such a loser. Like I couldn't, you know. He got so wasted during that reunion, and he, like by the end of it, his hair was like completely disheveled. His yeah. jacket was like hanging off his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and he's yelling at women. And I'm not one of these people who's like, you can't talk to women if they're talking back. But he was like doing too much. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And how old is he? I feel like we watched him fail up for like eight years. Like, why do you want him? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I <clears throat> work out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everybody sits down for dinner. They're planning a seafood boil because it's 4th of July. Of course, Kyle, the like naturally blonde, muscular, most American looking person is like, I love the 4th of July. I love America's birthday. <laughs> I that phrase stood out to me so much. I was like, <laughs> I've never heard a black person say anything like that. No. Like, I don't have any friends who be like, it's America's birthday. <laughs> Candace Owens definitely does, but nobody. Oh does. yeah, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, um, 
Carl ends up crushing a, sh- a chair with his dumpy. It's just meaty thighs and his dump truck ass. And when did he get his fat ass? Was it two seasons ago? It showed up randomly. It, it, you think Carl got a BBL? <laughs> <laughs> Carl saw <fired> Dr. Miami. <laughs> um yeah it just it does seem like it just popped up a couple years ago and god bless yeah oh, good. She, so good mm. i'm so <laughs> jealous of Lindsay. god damn i mean it must be so fun i i would have like pounding you out and you just grabbing his cheek uh i would have so much fun with him he uh let me not even get it i'll save it for the patreon um so what happens after that? Okay, so Carl at this point is starting to flirt with Sierra a little bit and um, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, Kyle is partying. He's got his mullet on and he's like in a chair and he pushes the chair back into Amanda's foot and she's like fuck you. She walks away and he tries to follow after her and she's like, no, I think you don't understand that I'm like actually mad at you and I don't want to talk to you right now. See, this is what I was talking about, that she's immature, right? Like, because you're mad at something else, but we're going to act like an accidental putting a chair on my foot is the issue. And then passively aggressive, passive aggressively bring up the fact that I'm, this is cumulative anger. It's like, just communicate your issue in the moment. If you not finished being mad, don't pretend you're finished being mad. That's my least favorite thing on the planet. When people are not finished being mad and they carry an attitude. It's like, if you're not finished being mad, just tell me you're not finished being mad. Because I don't want to be acting yeah. like we're cool. And then I find out like when you shift me with a shank that you're not finished being mad. That that is a fair point, but I also felt like there were a couple times where he kept trying to approach her, and she was like, "I don't want to talk about this this weekend." AKA their camera on camera, yeah. yeah. And he wasn't picking up on that. But it's also like you know, y'all are got your mics on for a reason. So like, let's play ball here so on a reality show. And right. also like, I'm kind of a Kyle in that regard, like. We got to talk about it because I'm not going to sit here and be not engaging with my fiance for three days because she want to talk on Monday. That's absurd. Same. We have to like lay it all because like, how are you going to go through this? Like, it's America's birthday. How is he supposed to enjoy the party? It's an unfair ask of Amanda. Um, so at that point, Kyle's like, you know, you're holding, you've been holding this drinking shit over my head forever. I'm sick of it. He runs out. Danielle is like listening (laughs) to him screaming, chases him out of the house. And he has, he like lets it all out. And he's like, you know, I'm not happy. I can't make Amanda happy. I'm tired of her putting everything on me because she hasn't done shit for their relationship. And I've been taking. Yeah. For a second. She hasn't done shit for their relationship. So why are you with her? Right. Why are you here? If you're so miserable, what are you doing? You, you the old one. You're the one (laughs) who can see, you can see the vision clearly. Like, 
if you're if you know that your girl's not gonna break up with you, but she's still mad and you're unhappy and she's unhappy, why haven't you retracted your proposal? Right. Right. When you're saying I'm taking everything on and I get nothing in return, that's not good, baby. Not good. It's real bad. And then Danielle was like, do you guys have these problems at home? And he's like, yeah, we live together. We work together. She doesn't want to do either of those things. (laughs) 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 But also that seems insane to me that she did quit her job to work for his company. That is insane to me. What do you think about that? I thought she didn't want to. But she felt like it would be because from my understanding, she was like helping them, but had a job. And then he like convinced her to work full time for Loverboy, which I think was probably in some capacity the best thing for her because she was never going to be able to have a real job and be on the show. You know, she's a graphic designer, though. Like, it's not like they need you to have the most pristine reputation do they true well no i just meant like in terms of like time oh right right i I think that was a big mistake i think that was a big mistake and i wonder if she secretly resents him for that well they also need to not be working from home either on top of it you know because i feel like you know bethany and jason like that takes the intimacy out of things real quick Mm. i would imagine Right. So. No one's ever been lo- in love with me enough to get tired of me. They get tired of me right away. <laughs> <laughs> Same girl. Uh, yeah. I. It, yeah. All this. The whole thing seems like a bad idea. I think she's got to leave Loverboy. Yeah. Maybe that'll help. Like they're seeing too much of each other. But also, like for me, it's like, how can we have a loving relationship on even footing when I work for you? Because even mm-hmm. though I'm sure Amanda probably has some sort of partnership stake in it. You know what I'm saying? It's still Kyle's thing. Right. So she, she works for him. I, I would, I don't know what I would do if I worked for my partner. I, I, I would never, no. I don't know how people do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, he just says he's miserable the next morning. He tries to have another conversation with her and she says, you know, like, I'm trying to be respectful of us and of the other house guests, which to me seems like I don't want them. I don't want us to be arguing so loud that production asks the other castmates what they think about this. <laughs> I don't want a Danielle confessional about this. Right. Because she's going to read the fuck out of me and she'll be right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh speaking of danielle robert arrives to the house and you know danielle tells us that she's very smitten but she's also made the incredible incredibly naive mistake of thinking that like she's going to have this lovely uh meals cooked at home every night relationship with a guy who's trying to run a restaurant in new york like girl like have you just heard of michael voltaggio you watch bravo like like we all know that you're not like chefs they get stupid tattoos of pigs on their arm because they like bacon and they drink all night like what did you think <laughs> why did she think she mad she got a homemaker girl what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Especially one who's like trying to open up restaurants. Like you're never going to see that man, sis. I hope you know that. In New York, opening an upscale restaurant. Like, girl, what? You like, what? Right. Crazy. Um, Right. I don't know what I feel about Robert, to be honest. Me either. Um, Like, she seems happy and I'm happy for her. But I also like, I can't get a read on him. So here's my thing. And again, disclaimer, Kara's, my views are my own and Kara's not responsible for them. But like, I feel like Danielle is so, I don't know if you agree, but I think she's so pretty. I think she's so, so, so pretty. But, and this is like my experience, but I just feel like um, in, in predominantly white spaces, women that gorgeous who are brown or black don't get the credit that they deserve. So they don't know that they can do better because it's like, does that make sense? Um, it makes a thousand percent sense. Like you, if you live in New York, you see interracial couples and you see that the women are usually black or brown and they're gorgeous. And then whatever. The boyfriends are like mid. (laughs) They're so mid. So mid. And I know that we give them some like extra points for willing to date interracially because it is a thing that some men don't want to. But like Robert, I don't know. He doesn't strike me as interesting enough or like, and I don't think he's cute at all physically. God Mm. forgive me. That's not nice. (laughs) That I'm just kind of like, Danielle, like, why are you? I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. He doesn't. I'm not into a blonde man, really. And and the long hair is is not really for me. But God bless her. She w- seems very happy with whatever it is that he's doing. So <laughs> hopefully he's got a big dick. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe he's putting it down. You know? He seems like he might. Yeah, he probably eats real good box. Oh, yeah, for sure. I trust... Danielle like I like I trust Courtney Kardashian because I know she's a side size queen like I just I know she's she's in for quality control and I could trust her (laughs) (laughs) um so as they're getting ready for the fourth of July party Paige and Amanda are talking about what she's doing with uh Andrea and Craig as she's literally wearing one of Craig's like sewing sweaters and Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, I mean, Craig will probably be at the house at some point, but, like, do I need to say anything? No. Is that my problem if Andrea feels some type of way? Not really. And I love that. Really? I thought that that was crazy coming from her, considering everything they did to Luke last year. Oh, yeah, it's mean. But, like, I don't really care about women being... Oh, yeah. We, we don't care about the Italian feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, just men in general. <laughs> oh, right, right. I don't care about hurting their feelings. So that, I'm it fine. Just, I'm, like the terrorism that they put, and I don't think Luke, Luke is an innocent party in that at all. No. But it just, but it's just like the fact that, you know, everyone lost their mind that Luke would dare flirt with someone else in that building. Like, I, I, I don't know. It seemed pretty hypocritical to me. I would agree with that. She really rode hard for Hannah. God bless. We don't have to think about her anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, 
so the party's getting in full swing. Carl's talking about how usually he hangs out by the bar to get up chicks, but now he's going to be the grill daddy. And I love that for him. <laughs> um, he could have taken a shirt off. I'll take points off for that. But um, uh, so at this point, like Kyle and Amanda are partying, but also like fully ignoring each other. And Kyle has another conversation with Danielle about how he's at a breaking point and he doesn't think that Amanda is excited to get married or to work together and live together. And it's been rough and he doesn't wish it on anybody. That's bad. Can you imagine? Can you imagine they caught you on camera talking about your three month away wedding? Like that's crazy. That's like, I know that your parents can't pick your partner for you, but Amanda's parents should have blocked that wedding. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, I would not let my daughter marry somebody who would say something about her like that three months out. That's crazy. <laughs> that I would not wish my relationship on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is not, like, that, so what are you fighting for? Like, it feels like you're, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe they did get not married for the show, but married because of the show, like the pressure. Well, I feel like Kyle keeps bringing up that this is now the third time that they've tried to get married. And I just feel like he's like, I got to do it now. (laughs) I just got to do it. Yeah. It's like, I got to finish this thing I started. Yeah. And I like, I would hate, I would hate, I would hate to be, I mean, I hope their relationship is better. Did you see them on watch what happens live? Did they seem better? I did see them and they did not seem better. And I will be talking about that. Wow. It's not good. <laughs> it is not. They were trying, but I saw right through it. <laughs> it was yeah. not good. Oh, damn. Um, so then there was this whole montage of like people flirting really poorly. Alex was trying to tell some random girl about his, um, the, the Asian gene that he possesses that like makes his, uh, tolerance lower, but how he eats so much to, to, uh, make it go away. And she's looking at him like, what? you know what i realized halfway through the episode is that we didn't even see alex in the trailer hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know... 
When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. There were moments of him, but he never spoke. He was always in the background. Exactly. Like, that's how much nothing he gives. They keep trying. They give us, like, these little slivers of But no, he's nothing. He's a big zero. And they were, like, Andy kept asking about him on Watch What Happens Live. Or, like, asking. Fuck him. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But every every time, it, it seemed like nothing really it didn't seem like anybody was team alex we'll say that it didn't seem like they like form any connection with him or anything like that no no Uh, didn't seem like mm -hmm. it um so then danielle and uh well no sorry at one point amanda starts dropping hints to carl about sierra maybe being interested in him and he's like well yeah i think she's really beautiful but i've like never had a conversation with her but i'll try and you know <laughs> shout out to being hot so we're guys like i i don't know a thing about her but i'm gonna try and make this work you know okay. i'm gonna have another country moment sorry for c words Go ahead. i don't get it like i think her body's smoking Mm-hmm. Her face is so regular to me. Like, for me, she feels like, um, she just feels like what white people think good-looking Black people look like. But I don't agree, because I'm actually Black, and I know what Black people look like, good-looking <laughs> Black people look like, you know? She definitely seems like, you know, the Black girl in the American Eagle commercial, you yeah. know? Or, like, um, you know how, like, Barbie, where you had, like, literally the same doll just painted brown? That's what I feel about Ciara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not, like, particularly beautiful to me. But I guess to them, that makes sense that they're attracted to that. She's, She's a white, she's a black girl who looks like a white girl and I don't mean it in a fucked up way I just mean like her features and stuff so I'm just like whenever these whenever when everyone's like she's stunning I'm really just looking like for real you know I don't know (laughs) I think she has a really pretty smile and smile and her body's sick she has a sick body but like I'm I was thinking this whole time imagine just all day in a bikini on the fourth of July just like the swamp ass that she must have had all day. <laughs> That's like a yeast, yeast infection city. Right. <laughs> like, she didn't dip dip in the pool at any point, just sweat. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, so we know she's not particularly clean now. Oh, you know what? Good point. I forgot about that room last time. to flush the toilet. <laughs> oh my God. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. 
um there was a, a scene where danielle and robert like kind of get into it about his work schedule eh. i did not care didn't care <laughs> <laughs> they tried it though a for effort um <laughs> uh, then Andrea like tells Paige about how the time that they spent in Vermont was really special. And, you know, he obviously knows that she's talking to Craig and he's like trying to be the nice guy. Be like, you know, if you're happy, then I'm happy for you. And here's what I'm confused about because they keep acting like, okay, here's the thing. It was three months between the winter house and the summer house. And Paige and Andrea have not spoken since then. So why are they acting like they might have a thing going on? If you literally have not spoken to him in three months, there's nothing to talk about. Interesting. But when you have to live with somebody, suddenly they're a possibility and a thing you have to confront again. I guess. But it's also like the winter house was 10 days, y'all. Like, (laughs) what are we doing? Oh, that was the 10 days he was talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they spent 10 days together in the winter house and then 10 days when they got back from the winter house. So their relationship is three weeks. Basically. (laughs) But you'll get to it. But like the way he was gaming her up in the bed, like it will work on me. It will work on me. And we will have something to talk about. Uh, That he, he, he really tried it. He really did. With the ice pack and everything. Yes. Like, I was like, listen, I like to nurse a fine man back to health too, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so Carl and Sierra have a conversation and Carl's like, you know, we haven't really ever had a one-on-one conversation except for me, like, going through it with my brother and stuff. And he's like, clearly you're gorgeous. And he's, like, trying to set game on her. And he's like, you know, I have dated people in the house in the past, but I'm a totally different Carl. (laughs) So I'm open. If you're open, I'm open. And in a confessional, Sarah's like, I've had my eye on Carl because he is a a fine man. And then she started blabbing about Austin, but I zoned out. And then I came back when she said that Carl was a whole entree. And I said, yes, ma'am, you're right. You're right. Yes. No, he's not just an entree. He's Thanksgiving dinner. That man is so fine. He's and, so and fine. After and yes. And he's the little so plate before dinner, uh, before you go to bed. He's mm, mm, yes. You you watched Winter House. Why yeah. why do you think Austin don't want to be with her? Um, because he's a fuckboy. Um, I think but he has a girlfriend now, don't he? Probably. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Um, is it a racial thing? Like, is he scared to be with a black girl in Charleston? Or I, It wouldn't surprise me if that was part of it, but I feel like he, I don't know, he tried to make it seem like Madison was a reason, but I don't think they ever really liked each other, you know? She seems to like him. She se- or Or maybe yeah. she's obsessed with the idea that he won't wipe her maybe that's what she's hooked on yeah he was like a real like we did see him lay it on quite thick with her but in a way that i almost was kind of surprised that she took the bait yeah but she doesn't seem to be like this is where it comes in for me i find that she's very immature like she's always on the man's side which is Mm -hmm. weird except for with the hannah situation and she was completely wrong to do (laughs) 
<laughs> there. Right. But she's, she yeah, like a lot of people on Twitter call her a pick me. And I, I see pick me tendencies for sure. Yeah, I agree. And um, I, I like, and she seems very immature. Like I wonder too, if Austin is like, I'm a whole 30 something year old man. I can't wife this little girl up, you know? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Austin is a monster. He is, you know, I as somebody who grew up in the South, like, I grew up not that far from Sierra, so I get her. And I also get a guy like Austin who looks like whatever, but also thrives in those areas where it's like he can just bag one Delta Gamma after another. <laughs> just wear Seersucker once a week. And uh, you just, yeah. Wait, so um, if you don't mind me asking, like, what are girls like Ciara like around where you grew up? Like, is she exemplary of the type of woman from that area? Like, you just get her because you grew up around women like her? I get her. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I knew her exactly when I saw her. I was like, oh, she's, like, I... Do she said she's from Georgia, but I was like, oh, I know she's from Marietta. Like I knew where she was from. <laughs> so um, hold it on her. Okay. Just from her vibe. So Marietta is in Cobb County. Cobb County is largely white. It's pretty racist. It's kind of like you really have to assimilate if you want any sort of quality of life. Wow. Hey, I'm clear. I got so, it. Yeah, I, I I understand Sierra in a lot of ways. I get it. Is Marietta a well-to-do um, city, like, area? Like, it, you have to have money to be there? Kind of. I mean, it's definitely solidly middle class with, like, upper middle class tendencies, for sure. Got it. I'm clear on her now. I yeah. fully understand it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, so... Then the wildest thing happens. Andrea's by the pool. He throws some random girls in, like, trying to be playful. And then, obviously, one is feeling some type of way. So he's like, oh, you know, if you can throw me into the pool, like, we can, you know, call it even. But then he, they throw him in the pool, and he starts talking to Paige, thinking the shit's over. But this chick molly whops him, yes. <laughs> like, hard no. in the face. And then kicks him with her estrogen on his foot, right? Like she stomps on his hand, right? She, like they were playing Mo Bamba. Uh, um, The DJ was playing, like, what the hell was that? I I thought, for me, I mean, I guess Andrea was so shocked that it happened that he didn't do anything. Everybody was too calm about that shit. Yeah, he definitely seemed like he did not know what happened. Like, I think he was genuinely shocked. Um, but Paige was like, uh, uh, what the, like, what am I supposed to do? It just seemed so out of nowhere, real aggressive. It was really aggressive. It wasn't even the shorty who got pushed in the water. Right. For a moment, was she looking for camera time? I haven't seen shit like that since Snooki got snuffed out on jersey shore like that, <laughs> that was, was terrible that was wild um i like what was it i like i truly don't understand was she super drunk like and then they just milled about the house like they was just chilling in there like they didn't assault one of the cast members. <laughs> like, 
let me call the lift and let me let's do the 15 minute wait so I can get okay, a discount so like at this point it. Maya is like asking Sierra to give her the tea on what's going on with Carl and I've never related to Sierra more she's like we're definitely feeling each other I'm obsessed with him he's so <laughs> he's so smart he's responsible he's probably everything that I need in my life and I really want to fuck him I want to fuck him so bad <laughs> And, yes. and he's got a big dick. I know it. <laughs> Question. Not yeah. that you. I was about to say something stupid like inter sobriety relationships, but isn't it crazy to be sober and like dating a young party girl? Like it's wild to me that he's even in that house. To yeah. be honest, but like, does does that makes no sense to me? What he's trying to do. I, I, it doesn't to me either. And I wonder if he's going to have that realization or he has. Um, yeah, it's interesting. But they kind of asked Sierra about not him, but they asked him, they asked her, like, if you want to, I'm watching what happens live. Andy asked her who, what, like, what single guys from Bravo she would want to have come to the winter house. And Andy suggested James and she's like you know he's really hot but he's sober and like I am trying to get messed up so <laughs> I, right yeah James I don't know. ain't nobody sober uh, no. my views are not Kara's those are just mine <laughs> I mean, James is admitted to not being it really anybody's kind of sober either so <laughs> um yeah I oh Andy also asked her how do you what makes you believe Carl has a big dick and she's like, well, his print is what makes me believe it. Because he, he wears his print everywhere. <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen a print. Do we have a photo of Carl's dick print? I want to see Carl in gray sweats. Somebody send it, please. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Carl would make so much money. Shout out to my friend, Christine Bianca Villa, who said that she would pay for the OnlyFans where Carl was just making his bed. Like, and I would too. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, that is so hot. Oh. I would too. Maybe like for the first month, just to see what would show up. You know, just to see if his dick would fall out his pants <laughs> while he's making the bed. I would check. I would check. <laughs> um. So Amanda's wasted at this point. She is feeling herself. She is twerking to "Senorita" by Justin Timberlake. Having- <laughs> <laughs> Um, Danielle and Maya start talking about Amanda and they're like yeah I just feel like Amanda and Kyle really aren't that different but Amanda really crucifies Kyle a lot when he gets drunk which is interesting Ooh, but see they know Amanda more than we do because we haven't been shown Amanda's personality ever exactly I so is that why they're together? Life. They're party friends like Luann and Tom? Right. Yep. <laughs> that reference. You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I thought that was like very interesting. And I really want to hear more of Danielle's thoughts because I trust her with my life. Me too. Me too. Um, You know, like, whatever, like, I'm a person who's a fan of the quote-unquote boring person on a show. Like, I love Robin on Potomac. Like, I love Candy on Atlanta. Love so, like, Candy. I love Danielle. Um, yeah. I, I find, like, I find it frustrating that 
she like is so obviously correct about everything, but they don't listen. <laughs> right. She's just like very clearly correct. Like very clearly correct. Yeah. Like, She's got everybody's like I just want the series finale of just Danielle's thoughts on everybody. Just Yeah. Like yeah. I would love to go back and hear what she thinks about the the twins, to be honest. Like right. she, She's just, and and I, I think I root for Danielle so much because it's like, very rarely do you see such a sensible person on TV. She's just so reasonable. We do have to recognize, however, that she did, she was pretty sprung off Jordan. So, you know. But that goes back to my theory about like low self-esteem when you're the person of color in True. predominantly white, white spaces where you think this whack-ass dude is some <laughs> shit you got to be thrilled over. <laughs> and I wonder, I don't think she knows she's as beautiful as she is. I don't think she has a clue. I don't think so. She's stunning. She's so pretty. in her hair, her oh. ways. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, so after this, Paige finds Andrea in his room. He found an ice pack. He said that he really is in shock and he almost like kind of squeezes out a couple tears about getting hit by that. <laughs> and then he's like, Paige is like, Oh, do you want me to snuggle you? Did you get hit in the face because you wanted me to snuggle you? And then this leads to them having a conversation about. Paige not really being fully honest about Craig. And she says that with Craig, like they met, he had a girl, she had a boyfriend. And then in the winter house, he had a girlfriend. They were finally both single at the same time and decided to go for it, which uh, to me is like, oh, if I was Andrea, I would just like. All right, bitch, peace. (laughs) Not bitch, maybe not bitch. She doesn't deserve (laughs) bitch in that situation. All right, shorty, peace. I would I would stick my head under a sink and just be like, you know what? Like you're talking about how like you were just waiting for the right moment for somebody and now it's right. It's like, oh, just kill me. Just kill me right yeah. now. <laughs> and and also like Paige is beautiful, but she ain't that dope. Like what is mm-hmm. it's he needs a storyline is probably what this is. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. He knew. He knew that nothing was like he knew that there were two options. He was either going to get her back mm-hmm. and be the hot guy, or he wasn't and be the victim. You're right. And he's there choosing was- victim. Yeah. I like, I want, I'm, I'm thrilled for this Italian melodrama. <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree. Um, so then Andrea's like, you know, he was so nervous and excited to come back to the house and live with her. And this is the point where he says that he has not spoken to her in three months. And mm-hmm whatever <laughs> he says something about Paige being the smallest girl that he's ever slept with <laughs> yeah I thought that was so weird like was that, that a compliment so but they said he's six four, right uh is he that I, he doesn't look it on tv he doesn't look as tall as Carl yeah but but I I remember distinctly like one of the girls being like He's a six four Italian model. Maybe Paige herself said it. She did say that. Yeah, but I also feel like Paige is skinny, but she's not that short. <laughs> um, actually, someone told me that they met her in person and that she was very petite. Okay. All right. 
Well, whatever. It was a weird comment regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's like she said that he stopped her halfway during sex to tell her right. that. Right. But I was wondering, my stupid ass was like, is he talking about her vagina being tight? Like she's the smallest girl he's ever been with? Well, God bless her if that's the case, you know? <laughs> I know, I'm jealous. <laughs> she got that grip. Right. <laughs> uh, so, okay, what happens after that? Um, not really too much. Uh, yeah, that's that. I guess that's really it. That was the end yeah. of the episode. I okay. feel like it didn't end. I feel like I I just stopped watching. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get a finish. You know what I mean? Was, um, um, so let's get into what happened on Watch What Happens Live. Because it was a disaster. Did you see... Was it? It was a disaster? Well, I mean... Okay. Yeah, you're going to be good. telling me everything. Because I only saw like one clip where they answered a Hannah Burner question. But that's it. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Did you see any of the clips from last week when Kyle was on? No, I didn't even know Kyle was on last week. Okay. So one of the big things he said was he told Andy that he saw that she had called 14 times and decided, fuck it, like, I'm just going to keep partying. (laughs) But on the show, on the episode, he says that he didn't see any of her calls. So I'm watching... Asks um, Amanda how she felt about that. And by the way, Kyle's in the audience when Amanda's on the show. So like he's like, Kyle, like how Kyle was when Kathy was on the show? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, so, oh goddamn. Oh, goddamn. So, so um, uh, Andy's like, okay, so you saw that he lied about the phone calls. How did you feel about that? And she's like, well, not great, but you know, he likes to basically like, he gets defensive and then he like he has to come have, have like a come to Jesus moment after that, which is like not healthy, not healthy. Um, I don't understand that explanation. What? I don't get it. She says that she wasn't surprised because he likes to avoid confrontation. Yeah, but I don't understand the explanation for the lie, though, because he still lied to us. It, right, right. Right, like, I understand he wants to avoid confrontation, like, not answering the phone. Oh, I guess avoiding confrontation in their fight. But they fight very obvious. Like, they fight. So yeah. why would he avoid that? I have no, that nigga just lied to you, girl. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so then Andy asks if she's ever broken his shit before. And she's like, no, but, you know, there was just... I don't a- buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> don't you know, buy like- it. I think she's like cut up one of his sweaters before. You're not gonna cheat on me and I don't break your shit, but you don't answer my phone calls and I do break your shit. That's like, does that make sense? No. She's been breaking things forever. Come on. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she just said she needed a release and that's why she did it. Um, But also, I just want to say like, in all seriousness, like, not to get too heavy or whatever, but, like, breaking your partner's items mm-hmm. is low-key abusive as well. It is. It and, is. like, and were roles reversed, we would have a big problem with that. And not to say that Kyle didn't deserve something or didn't anger her, but, like, why are you 
like why are you you know assaulting his things you needed to have a conversation but you don't want to have them so you yeah you break his shit that's ridiculous and you must know that like you're not going to get anything out of him that you want or expect so yeah I mean it's it she really needs to look at herself and like why did you feel like physically taking something out on something was the right answer? you're really mad about some shit and you're yeah. still mad and you in therapy and you're still mad you know what mm-hmm. I mean like and you signed up to be mad for the rest of your life that's crazy to me that is insane she signed up to be mad for the rest of her life yo i would love to know how they met each other because i don't understand why she's so stuck on this guy even when they weren't officially together do you remember was the second season or third season where he was like Oh, we've been hooking up, but she's not my mm-hmm. girlfriend. And she and he had her come into the house every weekend. Like, mm-hmm. what was it? Wait. That girl is so fine and had so much of her life ahead of her. Like, what is it? I think if I'm not mistaken, that they were in a relationship before season one and then broke up. And then Oh, they was already together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was like, I think they presented her on the show as just like some chick who was following him around. But like, I think they were like trying to see where things went again. Okay, that's the impression mm-hmm. that she gave. And I'm sure that him being like the the foundational member of this TV show that weirdly took off probably doesn't hurt. But I just, I yeah, if they broke up, Amanda probably wouldn't be on the show. So hmm yeah exactly um what happened after that oh so andy asked amanda what does kyle do to show her that he loves her and her answer was that he pushes her to be the best version of herself and Andy's like he pushes you like that's it <laughs> that's all you got <laughs> <laughs> she's like well no like he knows when things stress me out and and you know like we're best friends and that's why i decided to marry him and mm yeah yeah (laughs) um that reminds me of like so I was recently dealing with a doctor um a guy who's a doctor and I Uh I like over um brunch or whatever like I'm saying to him like hey I think I'm a self-saboteur or whatever and he's like a he's one of these like listens to Tony Robbins read Mm -hmm. Brene Brown types Mm -hmm. and instantly instantly he's like well if you think you're self-saboteur what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do about it how do you fix it and it was the most um emotionally assaulted I had felt in a long time (laughs) right by a man and so when I hear he pushes me that kind of is what where my brain goes where it's like right I'm not a person to you you just like kind of pushing me to be on your like self-improvement uh seminar type shit and that sucks because part of why it didn't work out with this dude is because he he didn't listen to me I wasn't a person you know right and yeah I wonder if Amanda is a person to Kyle but again we don't see a lot of their relationship because we're the the camera just shows us the fighting And, and to your point Kyle does seem like the type of guy who does like listen to Tony Robbins while he goes out on like runs at six o'clock in the morning yeah like he does seem like the type of guy who doesn't have a lot of sympathy for the struggle 
or like mm-hmm. empathy. For he people calls Amanda lazy a lot, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Or like implies that she is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, yeah. One, I wonder if he's like one of those like toxic positivity. Like, did you watch that season of Dexter with Johnny Lee? I can't remember his name. He's Angelina Jolie's ex husband, but he was like oh, this no. toxic. What? No, I haven't, but go ahead. Uh, no, don't watch it. It's terrible. I don't know why I outed <laughs> myself as a Dexter watcher. That's embarrassing. Um, but but um, I think Johnny Lee Ralph is his name. I don't know. But um, it's just like toxic positivity or even um, uh, American Psycho a little bit. Just like mm-hmm. just like always going and, and hyping yourself up. I don't know. I've st- I like... I don't remember if I ever liked Kyle for real, but I think I haven't liked him for like maybe two or three seasons now. Um, I've been on his side, but I don't know if I like his personality and stuff. Yeah. He, um, I noticed on um, their Instagram stories that he has a standing desk in their home. And I just feel like. Oh, no. You ain't you know. gonna have no standing desk in my house. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's very specific. It's it takes a certain person to have a standing desk. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. That says all I need to know. I yep. he, he is the same type as this doctor I'm mm-hmm. dealing with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. So then Andy asked Amanda what it was like. What was the big issue with Kyle being out that night? And she said that she just felt like everybody had come back and was about to go to bed and so that he should be home too um that's fair yeah i i i think that's fair uh then they had a listener ask her what changed between she and kyle to make her want to get married and she said that kyle became more patient and started listening and he took her feelings into consideration in an argument instead of just defending himself what that's it (laughs) <laughs> are you serious yeah. this boy's yeah. been giving her crumbs yeah for oh my god this boy's been giving her crumbs for so long that she got the ends of the bread and she's thrilled yeah oh my <laughs> wait there was nothing um and even when you were talking earlier about you know which, there's no like joyful language like there's no like positive Mm -hmm. words it's like he doesn't do this bad thing anymore not any like active thrilling exciting sweet things that he does do yeah she talks about what he doesn't not what he doesn't do anymore and not what he does do exactly he started listening to me so i married him (laughs) that's crazy can you imagine? I feel the thing that's crazy though. I feel like Kyle would be a good dad. I just don't think he's I do too. gonna be a good husband. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not a good husband, you're not a good dad. To be honest, if you're that's not true. good to their mom, then you're not good to them. That's very true. That's very true. He seems like he would be really good at being like performative, and then mm-hmm. being like "fuck you" when they get back in the bedroom. You know. Right. Um, I wonder if he would be like, I think he would be hands on just to show that he could do it, like you said, performative. But mm-hmm. it, this, it's the same outcome, right? Right. Very hands on. But yeah, yeah. 
you're right. And I wonder if he'd be like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, actually, I don't want them to have children. I really don't. Because I feel like if he's already implying to the public that Amanda's lazy, can you imagine if she had to, like, raise kids and she was tired, what he would mm-hmm. say? Mm-hmm. Oh, he kept making comments like that in the premiere about how like oh this is a million dollar closet like you're not going to be happy with me until i can get you a million dollar closet right like something he doesn't respect her ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He doesn't I mean journey. Do you think he's capable of respect for women or you think it's Amanda in particular? What do you think? Um, I think he resents her. Mm-hmm. I think he's also not ready to be married to anybody. <laughs> mm. But you almost 40, dude. Like, come on. Right. You're not George Clooney, you know? No, no. Uh, you know what? And he knows that like, what is his life going to be like living in a one bedroom in Murray Hill for the rest of his life? Like he knows <laughs> there's something that he knows, like I kind of have to do this, you know, <laughs> I just, I just, um, it just astonishes me that the, yeah, they resent each other. It's like, he's, I feel like he's reminded. I think Amanda's presence reminds him of his failure. Mm. So why keep it around? I have no idea. No clue. Because he does clearly feel bad about the cheating, but he doesn't want to keep feeling bad about it. So right. It's like, wh- why keep the reminder around? Just don't cheat on the next shorty. It's like, right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Right. It's so not healthy for either of them. And then it gets worse. It got worse. So Wait, that wasn't the... Oh, God. <laughs> this was where I was really like, girl, what do you hear yourself? So she... They ask about the, the contract and about how he would have to reimburse her parents. And she's like, you know, Kyle tried to um, explain this last week and I just feel like, you know, I need to dispel the rumors or like clear some things up. And then she says that the contract was not really that big of a deal because it was just written on a post-it note between Amanda and Kyle. And, (laughs) but then she says, then she says, Immediately after that, she says, it gave me security that he was financially invested in this relationship. And wait, wait, talk about, talk about, talk about. You marrying a person who you don't believe is financially invested in your relationship? Yeah. 
Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> so she needed a post-it to tell her that her husband-to-be got you financially? She really tried to make it seem like it wasn't that big a deal just because it was on a post-it and it wasn't like typed out. But then she fully said, you know, I had the security of knowing that if I had to take him to court, then I had this paper that we both signed. So, whoa, why are you anticipating taking your fiance to court? Right. What, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like the post-it doesn't make it any better, girl. Like, you tried it. You tried it. And you failed. So they clearly signed that during an argument. hmm Right. So, again, a, you can't pick your child's partner. But if you have to pay me back in case y'all don't get married, I'm not letting my daughter marry you. What? And, and if my daughter sits and looks in my face and says that... Well, yeah, we're doing this, but it's not a big deal because it's on a post-it. But, like, I do have this evidence in case I need to take him to court. I'd be like, I did not do this. I, did, I didn't raise you like this. <laughs> like, no. I know you. Don't no. be dumb. And, and, yeah, I wouldn't even, like, what, I, I mean, it's not fair. It's not nice. But, like, if, I would probably not pay for the wedding. I would get, like, that upsets me. I would pull <laughs> out. I wouldn't pay for my daughter to get married to a person who's presenting scenarios like that. No. Right. 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 No. Right. Um, it would, I could maybe have understood her. I would have still side-eyed the fuck out of her. But if she said like, oh, we just wrote it and we threw it away. Like it wasn't that big a deal. Okay. That'd be fine. But no, you're talking about keeping it like safekeeping. <laughs> do, um, do you know if they have a prenuptial agreement or not? Well, that leads me to my final thing, which is she said, no, they do not. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And she seems huh. very proud of herself. Like, no, we didn't, girl. We did not. We are in love. And we're not. No, gonna- <laughs> you are both $4 million in debt. That's <laughs> what that means. <laughs> you on the hook for $2 million, girl. That's what that means. Right. You better save that post-it, girl. I, I mean, I don't know what's going to help you, but at least your parents will get their money back. It, it's uh, it's it, not good. Not good. The other thing, they don't, that's so that, interesting. Do you think Kyle is, like, why, I'm curious now why they didn't get one. Is it like a, it's not romantic kind of thing, or? I I think, like, at the end of the day, Amanda seems very traditional yeah she is and even though like these are two business people i don't know she does have that vibe of like this takes the romance out of her whole situation which to me is like we got to get over that as a nation get over it <laughs> sign mm-hmm. up sign yeah up. we have to completely get over that it's like lame conversation and and yeah, at this point, like you guys are both gonna have like valuable assets as you're both public figures. Like, right. yeah, that's that seems ri- ridiculous to me. But I also think she's immature, and maybe that's a like Disney, um, a Disney princess kind of view on marriage. Right, but like, I, yeah, I don't know why she wouldn't have done that, and. Now, three years from now, you're going to have to go through all your um, boxy charm spawn con checks (laughs) 
to give them to him. So, you know, egg on your face on that one, girl. Um, the only Was there anything from Sierra that was interesting? There was one thing because Luke was also in the audience with Maya, who I think they're dating. Oh, so that- really? Yeah. Because he had his arm around, like, the back of her chair, which does seem like a very Luke thing to do. Yeah, but, I was about to say, doesn't he do that? But I remember a couple months ago on Luke, Carl, and Lindsay's Instagram, they had all gone to a concert together, like some country. Oh, like a double date? Yeah, and they were being, like, real elusive about showing Maya. Like, it was just, like, very quick shots of her in the background sitting next to Luke and I think Lindsay's the only one who tagged her like Luke didn't tag her Carl didn't tag her it it just felt very like intentional to me now I'm disappointed because (laughs) maybe like if I were engaged to Chef Kwame Onwachi I would not date no goddamn Luke after oh see I would I think it's a brilliant idea. You come out of a six six year engagement and you date some dumb jewelry designer who's gonna blow your, <laughs> blow your back out. Do it, girl. I love it. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I just it would just feel weird. I mean, I don't know what she's going through. I don't know what their relationship <laughs> problem was, but it's just like it would be weird for me to leave um, a like a black dude building a chef empire. To be with like some dumb Minnesotan lumberjack who makes jewelry. I think it's iconic. I think it's a brilliant move, actually. <laughs> Swing that pendulum. A right relationship, though? Not just <laughs> rebound, a relationship? Yeah, because you know that he's probably like, she spends a lot of her nights listening to him, like, try and figure out another song <laughs> off his acoustic guitar, you know? Black jeans. Hot cigarette, you know, he's always noodling and doing something stupid. Um, but yeah, with regard to Sierra, it did seem like there was some tension between she and Luke. And oh, BB was like, Yeah, Luke and I really aren't friends right now. I think he's mad at me, and he did not deny it. Oh, what she, what what could she have done? That's well, weird to me. I would think that they wouldn't talk to each other. Yeah, so oddly enough, I saw, like, randomly today, she did an interview for, like, Us Weekly or something, and she had told that person that Luke, she doesn't really know why he's mad at her, but she thinks it's because she was on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy asked her who the biggest douchebag on Bravo was, and she said Luke. <laughs> this oh, was, like, a couple well, ago. Oh, well, then, yeah, I'll be mad at you, too. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, he's also definitely not. Like, have you seen Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> like, have you seen any other show but yours, girl? Like, five seconds. I could point you to ten guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, absolutely, absolutely not. Is she? Um, is she with Austin? Um, she was. No, I knew. I know Austin has a girlfriend. I know that. Yeah, not. she was keeping it cute about Austin. Um, but yeah, not saying too much. Okay, and then um, what did, did I? I saw the clip about Hannah, and that Sierra's going to Hannah's wedding, mm. and Amanda's not. Um, I can't believe Hannah's actually marrying him. I cannot believe it. 
I cannot <laughs> believe it. Um, but I feel like that's a point to prove wedding as well. Um, um, okay. And then what about like, uh, no, actually I'm not interested in Sierra at all. So yeah. And then, um, and then, so like, did you get a scent? I feel like we don't see a lot of Maya's personality. Like we've, it's only been two episodes and she seems lovely. I like her, but did you get a sense of like who she is or whatever based on her appearance? The only thing I noticed is that when Sierra was talking about the beef between she and Luke, Maya's face was like not feeling it. Like she definitely looked like she felt some type of way about it. And it was weird. Ooh. And yeah. the only way that that face, facial expression is justifiable is if they're dating like you suspect. Right. Right. Uh-huh. So that I don't I don't want I don't want Luke to have two black girls fighting over him. I don't want that. I don't want that for us. <laughs> down bad. We down oh. bad. If that's what it comes down to, we down bad. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining me on this. This was a real treat as usual. This was fun. I had a good time. Um yeah. I don't know. I it's so thrilling to get to talk to you about this because besides my friend Ira that I text about Summer House occasionally there aren't really people who I I get to deep dive with it so this is fun for sure so so much fun um tell everybody where they can find you um you can find me on twitter at Ray Sani I'm on instagram rothfizzle87 um and yeah that's pretty much it I'm probably on lipstick alley or reddit arguing with people (laughs) because I hate Portia. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I hate her. I don't hate any of them, but you know, you might figure me out, you know, based on that sort of stuff. But yeah, that's... Well, let let me ask you one quick question before I let you go. What what do you want... Where do you see Portia's future? Is there any redemption for her? Um, yeah, I think she's she's pretty and likable enough that she's gonna be redeemed. What I don't understand is why she keeps leaning in. Like that's the thing. She's another point to prove motherfucker, but I mm-hmm. feel like she's she's gonna go too far with Simon. I don't think they're gonna get married. I don't think they're gonna get married. Um yeah. I think I think that he's gonna be found out to be a scammer. Mm. Um and that is going to be the humiliation that that stops her from marrying him. I don't think um, any of this other stuff, like when people are saying that he bought the same car for her that he bought for Fallon, that would humiliate me. I like, I don't know. Right. Um, and then even, you know, like when I'm beating up my baby daddy on TV, you don't hold my, you don't have my back or nothing. You didn't punch him or nothing. <laughs> I know you in your senior years, but you didn't you didn't take a swipe or nothing. Now she was wrong to be beating up Dennis, but like if I'm fighting him, like you gotta do more than just hold me back. I'm throwing dishes. You're not gonna punch Dennis. You're not gonna <laughs> dodge security and punch Dennis. Get out of here. Um and he's also like um extremely thirsty. He's very like Yes. 
he's very online. He's extremely online. And like, you're not a millennial, sir. How did that happen? Like, you're really a baby boomer. Like, what are we doing here? I think that the only way she'll be redeemed is if they don't get married and um, she takes a break from Housewives and just like never talks about Simon. Um, I I think... um, I don't think that Dennis is the kind of person that will like put his baby mama on blast. So all of this shenanigans that she, that people were dragging her for on the show, I think Dennis will let bygones be bygones. He seems like the type. He, yeah, Dennis is like, just, he reminds me of like my cousins. Like he's a fuck boy, but he's also very charming. Yes. I I didn't think, I was like, I don't think Dennis is attractive, but you know, you whenever him and whenever him and Portia sat down before they got into their arguments, there would be like cute banter, and I was like, okay, okay, you know, like okay, yeah. and he's rich, okay, okay, not a baby, but you know, a couple of dates, you know. Yeah, it seems like he, you guys could have some nice drinks, and he really make you laugh, and you're like, I don't want to fuck him, but like, I get it. And um, I, I, like, Googled him just to see, like, how much money he was worth versus Simon. And he went to U Michigan, so he's clearly a bright guy. Yeah. And I've eaten a hot dog from the hot dog factory, and it was not bad. <laughs> they got high-quality hot dogs. I will say that. They didn't skimp. They didn't skimp. And, on- see, I don't understand. Well, maybe Dennis doesn't want to be with Portia because, like, he has all these businesses in Atlanta, including, like, like clubs and like late night hookah spots like that's money i feel yeah. like oh yeah they're comfortable right he's comfortable he's gotta be yeah he's the king of you know northwest atlanta for sure it, is he really like in the party circuit i don't know no. <laughs> every, every, every man in atlanta is the king of some area of atlanta is Atlanta full of scammers? I feel like Atlanta yeah. and Miami strike me as the same yeah. kind of thing, where it's like everybody's mm-hmm. getting money in some like it's like a hustler spirit that doesn't feel concrete or institutionalized. Exactly. You know, it's like just like we we getting over on people. Yes, everyone's a stylist. Everyone's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like in. I'll pay seventy five dollars. You can come to my my motivational brunch. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, exactly. that hustler's mindset hashtags yeah um yeah. oh that's interesting i yeah, yeah like yeah uh it would take well the thing is portia also has stands that don't let up it's weird she has she's one of the few housewives that their fan base defends no matter what it's like her mm-hmm. nini lvp um oh. and um so i don't think if she never talks about Simon again, and she goes away for like six months, yeah, she's definitely going to be fine. My question is if Bravo will want her back because of the way she showed out with production. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a great question. I, uh, I, I feel like if I hear a lot of things about Jenny or not Jenny, but Jen Shaw behind the scenes. And if they're going to keep Jen, then they'll keep Portia. We'll just we'll see it. Clear. I'm clear on that. <laughs> Thank you for this time. This has been fun. Yeah, you have a great night, girl. Okay, lovely. Bye. <laughs>